0: This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio. Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver.
1: The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO Rock. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Now, here's your host, Joe Costello.
2: WFO, how's everybody doing out there? WFO Ignition back on the air. And I'm back in the studio following a tremendous event out there at ZMAX Dragway, the Betway Carolina Nationals. I traveled back on Monday Just in time to get ignition on the air. We'll see how long it goes and what goes. I just sent out the Patreon beacon. There's a lot going on, though, right now, guys. Lots going on. Lots to talk about. This is one of those shows where, you know, we're creating a lot of content here on WFO. Lots of content. And maybe there's a first-time listener. Let's go out to that guy right now. Guy or gal. First-time listener. Drag racing fan. Checking out the WFO mobile app. Looking for drag racing stuff. And finds this one. This show is its own thing and it's sports and it's commentary and it's whatever's happening like i want to talk about nasa hitting that asteroid with a satellite or whatever they're doing like i I think that's interesting we kind of go beyond just drag racing it's beyond the strip on ignition we also talk nascar and formula one often from the fan perspective for the many Ferrari fans in our group. And the Red Bull fans are laughing at us. ha <laughs> And it's like, ah, and Giovanni in Miami, the sports collision may not be heard tonight though. Might not be heard. I know we might not have Giovanni tonight. there's the real answer, the real reason. And then there's the fake reasons that I'm going to make up. And at some point, maybe he'll jump on here and uh, tell us the real reasons or the fake reasons. And who knows? We'll get into all of that. There's a storm coming though. Storms are coming, storms are coming, hurricane. It's always troubling when a hurricane's coming at you. It's no longer coming right at me anymore, which is, uh, you know, it's terrible because you don't want it to root for it to go at someone else. It's a zero-sum game, though. If it's coming at you, you want it to go somewhere else, not at you. And that means you wanted to go at someone else. And it's tough. It's tough. For a while, it was coming right at us. And I was stressing a little bit about the whole, you know, do I have water? Do I have this? What am I going to do? Am I going to get to St. Louis? How is all that going to go down? What am I going to do? If you have never had a storm coming right at you, I guess that's the better side of the tornado, right? Like you don't do all this thinking about it. It just happens. Sirens and you go to your storm shelter and you take cover, but a hurricane, you can also escape. Like I could choose to leave, get on a plane, go to Vegas. spend a little time at the Bellagio, the real one. But when I got off my plane today, the first thing I did, I went to the grocery store. The grocery store of uh, choice down here is Publix. And I was expecting the shelves to be bare and barren, wasteland of nothingness. And I found everything, found everything that I needed got some water, everything that I needed. And so that was good. And Thursday I go right back out, had the St. Louis worldwide technology raceway going to be pretty cool. But all you first time listeners, this is the show that you got to stick with for a couple of weeks. This is not just a one and done. Like, let me listen to that one podcast. It's serial as in one week leads into the next, and we have a group of listeners. Our Patreons come on. They get to listen to the record session, because it is recorded. But they listen to the record session, and some of them participate if they want to. And it'll be good. Sports Collision is part of it. Giovanni in Miami, though, might not be here. So I'll be doing it. Like, right now, I've got the New York Yankees on in the background, as Aaron Judge tries to tie Roger Maris with 61 home runs. And he's been stalled out a little bit, like Greg Anderson, trying to get to 100. Stalled out a little bit. It's tough. Everybody wants it, they want it. Everywhere is it, do it, why haven't you done it? And you start to press and you start to push. And that's not the how to be at your best, to press and to push. You gotta go out there and relax and just do your thing and get in a groove and start grooving. And he's not grooving right now, but it's only been five games. Everybody's like, why? Miami Dolphins, a tremendous victory over the, over the bills, unexpected and tremendous victory. It's been very interesting to hear people like who are supposed da- Dolphin fans come up with excuses of why it was not a good win. Why it was not a good win. Well, the Dolphin fan have PTSD. They have been like battered. They're like the, you know, the dog that gets wrapped with the newspaper too many times. And then you pick up the paper and they're like, oh, gosh. What did I do? They can't just be happy. Just be happy, Dolphin fans. Just be happy. Nah, we're not going to be happy. We're not happy. This can't be real. This can't be right. What's happening? 3-0. and But you got Joe Burrow on Thursday night. That's going to be a tough one. That's going to be tough sledding. So we'll see. Tyler Reddick picks up the win out there at Texas in a race that I have seen Uh, I know you're logging on to hear, you know, NASCAR commentary. I get to hang out with Dave Moody on the starting line. I'm still confused why Dave was there. Oh, because it was a PRN race. That's why. The MRN guy comes out to the race at Z Max because it's a PRN race at Texas Motorplex. Or uh, Texas Motor Speedway. Tyler Reddick gets the win. Joey Logano, second, Justin Haley, third. Ryan Blaney, fourth, Chase Briscoe, fifth. Eric Jones, sixth, William Byron, seventh. Brad Kislowski, eighth. Kyle Larson, ninth. Denny Hamlin, rounding out the top ten. A race that all the descriptions were negative that I received. Reconfigure the track. Oh, my gosh, these guys are knocking down the wall. This thing is vicious. I, but I haven't been able to watch and formulate my own opinion. But I can tell you that's what the what's out there in the ether. Michael McDowell, 11th. Daniel Suarez, 12th. Ross Chastain, 13th. Corey Lejoy, 14th. Austin Sendrick, Ty Dillon, Austin Dillon, Harrison Burton, Kevin Harvick, Ty Gibbs, rounding out the top 20. Noah Grayson. Landon Castle, Garrett Smithley, Eric Almirola, Bubba Wallace, B.J. McLeod, 26th. I think B.J. McLeod was at the drag races as well. I had no idea. Like, they're interviewing It's like, B.J. McLeod. I'm like, hey, there he is. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Todd Gilliland, Alex Bowman, Chris Busher. Martin Truex Jr., Chase Elliott, Cody Ware, Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, and Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, 36, tough, a lot of cars knocked down the wall out there at Texas, the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 from Texas Motor Speedway. And we'll be headed to the Texas Motorplex real soon for the Stampede of Speed. Did everybody get your free tickets? Did everybody get your Stampede of Speed free tickets? Here, let's bring on Bobby Graham. One of our Patreons is down there. Bobby Graham on the show. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, Bobby's muted. That's how it goes.
0: I muted myself. I'm sorry.
2: Now you're unmuted. What's up, Bobby? Monday, Monday, a great Monday. A great Monday. Today's great. Why was it great? Because you got. I uh, woke up. Oh, there it, <laughs> it is! It is a beautiful no, day. I, Whenever you wake up, not
0: raining. It was a good day.
2: Good. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about the Stampede of Speed coming up. That's one that I want everybody to know about. Remember, you can get your tickets. Uh, that QR code. Uh, this is audio only. Uh, so the QR code it takes you to the website where you can sign up for tickets. I, I, don't, I think that might be over actually where they send you the tickets, but you can go fill out the form for free tickets. Uh, I heard we had uh, great, great success with our ticket promotion. And I'll be out there from Saturday to Sunday, like a big uh, follow-up. So We're going to have a good time. All kinds of concerts, uh, Palmer, uh, Brett Young, the headline Stars Over Texas, Stampede of Speed, just many, many days. The Scott Palmer Nitro Sideshow, it's all going to be out of control. So make plans to join us at the Texas Motorplex in a couple of weeks. Go to their website to find out more information. Uh, I think it's uh, texasmotorplex.com slash SOS, Stampede of Speed. I'll get you that actual one here in a few minutes. But uh, also, I might as well mention everybody else before we bring on all the Patreons. You know, FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters. Uh, doing such a great job. I'm scanning all the cars. I got FTI performance transmissions and torque converters out there. And, uh, one of our great friends, Sadie went to the semifinals, top drag. So I was like, Hey, what kind of transmission and torque converting FTI? I was like, there you go. Way to go. Sadie Glenn rocking the FTI. I thought that was pretty cool. Also Bernie speed shop. Bernie's Josh Hart didn't have the race that he wanted, but what a dramatic first round did win the first round. Phil Schuler and Tony Schumacher waited for them and paid it back. What happened out there in uh, in Brainerd, that was pretty amazing. But not only them, Total Seal Piston Rings, Matt Hartford getting to the final round. Just uh, what a great day of drag racing out there. Hartford goes to the final round. And of course, Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. We're going to be doing a Total Seal podcast with David Barton going to get released real soon and then justin ashley like what a tremendous day for wfo sponsors total seal runner-up phillips connect runner-up fti multiple semis probably some winners and of course the stampede of speed and bernie speed shop plus frank hawley's drag racing school how about the frank hawley story frank has been out there for two races and i went over and talked to him and he's you know Frank is incognito a little bit out there. He's kind of like man of mystery out there. And I was like, hey, what's up, Frank? You want uh, you want to join me on the mic? He's like, no, I don't want to do any interviews. I want. It's like uh, okay. And uh, why was he there? Del Worsham lets the cat out of the bag. Hey, Frank Hawley's here helping us. He's helping <laughs> us. And they went to the final round. Alexis DeJoria takes down J.R. Todd. Takes down Robert Heights. Taking down everybody, man. Alexis goes right to the final. Comes up short against Caps. And she comes up short against caps from what I understand in a smart move, like car got a little crazy and she shut it off. That's how it's supposed to go instead of, you know, hitting blocks and going over the center line, et cetera, and so on. So way to go, Frank Hawley. And if you want to do the dragster adventure, you can go to FrankHawley.com. Marvin Rodak, he'll be down there in Fort Worth, Texas, 817-924-6821. And SamTech.edu, of course, these are the people. You can find out more on our website. Just click on the banner ads, go to their website, learn more. And then there's our buddy, Torque Calibration Services of Australia. Oh, look who else is down there now. Let's bring on Sue Morris. Sue from a hotel. It's the second time today I've seen Sue Morris. What's up, (laughs) Sue?
3: What's happening, WFO, y'all? WFO. um, I'm in lovely Pennsylvania. Well, technically, it's Pennsylvania.
2: (laughs) Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: not not quite far enough west for Pennsylvania, but so what's hey. yeah?
2: What's the well? All right, I was going to say, what's the actual city?
3: Uh I'm in the Malvern area.
2: Oh, so. Malvern! I don't know what that yeah. is.
3: Either. Well, it's not far from King of Prussia. It's not far from Reading. It's not far from Maple Grove. Matter of fact, the fun thing was is I was checking in this this after, or this evening um the manager was checking me in and looking and of course he sees wfo and we talk about that and then we talk about racing and then he's like oh are you familiar with there's a big track around here and then i look at him i go maple grove (laughs) raceway and he goes yeah that's it he goes i had people in here from chicago i said they were here for the race two weeks ago exactly it's like there you go there you go and uh (laughs) so Hey, the Maple Grove word and love is getting spread. Drag racing is alive and kicking. <laughs>
2: it really is. It really is. Now it was great. A lot of people still talking about Maple Grove. We did uh, wonder, though, you know, this week at ZMAX Dragway, because we had a light crowd on Friday, and it got better, and actually Sunday, I heard they were up and satisfied and happy that they actually had a, a very satisfactory crowd, big crowd, considering you had a golf tournament, the President's Cup, you had Carolina Panthers, you had Bunch of shows, he had a lot of stuff. Yeah, we do not talk about that. Well, we don't yeah, want to talk about the Panthers. Well, no, we definitely don't want to talk about the Panthers. Nobody they wants won. to. Talk about the
3: they won, they
2: yeah, won. Yeah, they won against they who? My team. they beat Hobby's <laughs> team. <laughs> my team has lost, guys, as you know, but that's, a, know. Different <laughs> that's a different topic.
3: For, yeah.
2: Sue's texting me updates from the track Tua got hurt, oh my god But uh, turns out the guy's really tough We'll talk about that later But uh, a great race weekend, excellent The people that you hear, those sponsors They are the ones who who make it possible For me to do the show And this morning Sue and I were in the Admirals Club together And I thought it was really cool Sue's wearing her WFO-like shirt in the airport that's like your airport gear sue i thought that was really great right. thank you
3: yeah it's my travel attire
2: <laughs> it's like try to bait people into talking to you about wfo so you can
3: exactly reach. exactly, yeah. exactly. i'm bringing it. them in bringing them in
2: one at a time one that's at right. a time monica's out there <laughs> Sue's team is kicking some booty as well everybody is super excited about that uh great stuff now i hopefully I, when...
3: monica's feeling better I've been seeing reports from her. She wasn't feeling good.
2: Oh no, the AJ thing is now kicked over to Monica now.
3: I I think I think he shared. Uh The
2: way it happens, the way it happens, you get the kid gets it, then you get it, and then uh, Mm -mm. somebody else gets it, and you don't, you don't. Sixty percent he shared, says Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Well, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? All right. So I see Troy is down there listening only. And I'm sure Troy is wondering where Giovanni is, because this is a little, you know, the univ- one other thing in sports collision that we probably won't get to tonight because it's a happy night is the university of Miami hurricanes with an abysmal loss in their home stadium in front of 11 people. There was nobody there. Cause it was rainstorm raining coming at you. Terrible. Um, and they played like uh, garbage. And I don't know what happened except I've talked to all my Canes fan friends, like guys, what happened? What happened? And just not a lot of, not a lot of uh talk, a lot of quietness, a no. lot of annoyedness. Uh, and that and is not like
3: first, first win against a ranked team, too. Eek. To yeah, eek, exactly the way eek. to say it. Uh, yeah,
2: what are you gonna do? It is, it is, it is what it is, right? Sometimes I find the, the positive silver lining in anything, and I'm gonna find the positive silver lining in this, which is you, you know, the you gotta hit rock bottom. Before you can come back up, and a loss right. like that is pretty rock bottom like to me. But that's not why Giovanni is not here. As much as I would like to say Giovanni is in mourning and he's dodging Troy and all of that, that's not what's the case at all. The case we could is. could
3: go with that though. It's more fun. Yeah, we well, could go
2: with that. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're definitely gonna go with that. We're gonna go with that. But I'm going to tell the truth first, which is that, you know, Giovanni's got guests at the house and the studio area that is normally where he goes to do the show is uh, in use. And so (sighs) he's unable to join us. I have extended the invitation. I told him, you know, go out to your car, man. Get on the phone. Be like Matt Clark. And he's like, I'm going to try. And so we'll see what happens. But um, that's all going on. Also, our great friend Steve Brenwald sends me this photograph. The path of the hurricane oh. that is out oh. there. Oh, hang on,
0: Steve. Oh, hang Steve. on.
2: Yeah, thank you, Steve, for the warning. So just so everybody knows, um, the uh, graphic art position on WFO, there is a potential that it may need to be filled. So uh, send your oh. resumes.
3: Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Man.
2: <laughs> No. Come on, that's gallows humor. You You're doing? supposed to like that. Everybody, <laughs> come on, that's fun. Oh, if you, and and remember, this is the audio only podcast. But they're saying that this hurricane is can I don't even know its name. What's its name? Ian. 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 Ian.
3: Mm. Kind of like you remember, like my big fat Greek wedding. Not really. Ian. Ian.
2: It must have been a movie. movie. Spell it.
3: I a n. I Ian.
2: am Ian. All right. Ian. Well, I say it's I going, it's going to Tampa. <laughs> it's going to Tampa and that Tampa hasn't had a hurricane in a hundred years and all of that stuff. And so to my friends in Tampa, I would just advise you to listen to what they tell you to do and do the right thing. And, um, you know, if you're told to evacuate, evacuate cause it's going super slow and it's going to deliver yeah. a lot of water and it's going to go right into the Bay Tampa Bay and the mm-hmm. bay, because it's kind of like round, like a receptacle, the water, the tide is going to be tremendous. The storm surge. Uh, so we're all going to be, you know, hoping and thinking and praying and all that stuff for those folks. And Steve, in the little photograph that he sent, it's kind of interesting because I always thought Steve was closer to Gainesville. He's uh, he's closer to yeah, Tampa.
3: Too. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: No bueno. Uh-uh. Well, Steve, do the right thing, man. Save those rabbits. And there you go. Steve, the racing this weekend, uh, excuse me, Sue, the racing this weekend, not so great. <laughs> it's just not, a bummer. not
3: so not so third good, round. So, great. Okay, so
2: yes and no, right? Depends on your um what we're expect expectations were. To go three rounds in super comp is really good. That's oh, what I agree. Happened. Yeah, it was good to go three and... rounds in super comp is really good.
3: Dave was but. on the tree. He was ripping lights. He really was.
2: Dave uh, was crushing it. He was double O. He lost in super gas and in super calm, having the better reaction time. And
3: mm-hmm. that's
2: just aggravating and annoying. Tough races. They, everybody mm-hmm. knows like Dave is not, he doesn't get to sneak through. No. People come <laughs> after him.
1: Yeah. And first round yes. super
2: gas. He, you know, there's, there's not a lot of ducks out there. But he didn't get no. even remote remote he didn't get a, a, a semi talented <laughs> opponent, Steve Fur. No.
3: Steve Fur. It and every race against Steve Fur is rough. It's always a good race, but it's it's always a tough race against Steve. So um, you know, it's and it this time it went his way and and it's been going back and forth between us. So um, but uh we just needed a little little more scrubbing on that one, but it it was still a good race. I He was up on the tree, got down there. Car's running good. And uh, at this rate, based on Ian, what Ian's doing, I I have a feeling Ian's going to drench the plans for the weekend. So um, it's going to be getting ready for Vegas.
2: Right. There was a divisional race going to be in Richmond. And I saw that they were going to make the decision today. Did they?
3: no they're gonna they're gonna wait one more day and they're gonna make it at noon tomorrow but the the, the forecast isn't looking any any better so and uh kind of like like steve it's uh i i will say it's it's right now the way that the path is it's shifting right over over our house the only good thing is is that it's going to be um closer to the tropical depression so you're just going to get more of the, the heavy rains and such, but it's, it's heading, it's uh, heading out that way as well. So.
2: Right. Um, Like you get a wind and weather event, but it won't be like a devastating hurricane. Um, But you don't want to be out on the road in that with your truck and your trailer and going racing. And and it's going to end up like, if you just draw a line from Steve's house straight North, what's up there, Richmond. And so you're probably going to get, which means getting ready for Vegas. Look ahead. Monica says that I'm rude for joking about Steve. Listen, I have been... <laughs> I've had the crosshairs right on my house at a Cat 5. It's terrible. And a little light humor is the best way to deal with it, right? Monica's like, I guess Joe's in the clear. Not necessarily, but we're no. definitely out of the cone of doom at the moment. Yeah. But it's a hurricane.
3: You're going you're, you're to get, get rain and you're going to get the bands off of it, but we I, I will say the, the good news is it's going in above you guys, so, um, and also West of you guys. So it's, it's both coming in West and North the way things are looking, because we've been keeping an eye on you guys too. So, you know, we,
2: well, thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, uh, at first it was coming right over us and then it it shifted West and and maybe it'll shift more West. Maybe Tampa won't get hit. Right. Like uh, there's a million reasons why we don't want it to hit anybody, obviously, but it's going to hit somebody. That's the thing. You want it to hit the least populated area. Think about all the insurance companies that can't that won't be able to uh, pay the claims. Like all the different millions of things that nobody ever thinks about, right? All the homeowners insurance policies that'll get increased by 100% next year because they had to pay out all these claims. It's just uh, hurricane life is very uh, unfortunate. But let's get back to it. I see Joe Lee Stanfield is down there in the audience tonight. How about a great hey, job Joe Lee doing that starting interview?
3: That Huge was victory. awesome. Yeah. Congrats.
2: Aaron Stanfield puts himself right back into the fight. We'll do the majority of the NHRA talk, at least the official stuff, tomorrow with Alan Reinhart. I'll play some interviews. Got Ron Caps, got Antron Brown. Just brief, just brief stuff. Got Big Al Lindsay, Jolie. I guess they took off to the airport to head home. So I was able to catch up with uh with Big Al at the pit. And then we're back at it, St. Louis. Right. We might be able to look at the uh, points, but I felt like it was a very, very strong event top to bottom.
3: It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a great event. I mean, the competition up and down was just, was fantastic. The Alexa story, which you touched on already was great. Um, and even making the, the right move at the end, um, but actually, getting that car to the final, they had that car running good, and she was she was in the zone, and uh, you can you can see the coaching and and see that coming out. So, um, you know, making a difference, and uh, you know, top fuel pro stock, even even pro mod was just fantastic, and yeah, um, it, you know, Stevie fast. I mean, you know, it was kind of fun if you watch tv fast going into that race and throwing it down the best racers and then he goes out and he's been going after those trophies he finally got it and uh uh getting the win pretty handily out there and and uh you know he even said he was tearing up a lot of pieces this weekend but hey that's heart and soul going into it there uh but it was it was fantastic and you know really shocked when uh when erica lost i mean who you look at I I remember because we were sitting of course at that point since we we were out by Saturday evening, you know we're sitting watching NHRA TV and I and I look at Dave and I said, who had this scorecard going into the semifinals and the finals yesterday? I mean, you know again hands down great racing across the board. It was it was a fantastic event.
2: Yeah, so. well it it was a very uh, very closely contested event and so. Uh, it all worked out in the end hartford was staying at the hotel we were staying at so i got to spend a little more time with those guys and they were they were loose they had a good mood going on they the car did what they told it to do in qualifying they were able to qualify fourth goes out there runs bow first round 006 right and was uh, was good throughout the day got through dallas got through erica she's 19 he's 16 and uh, great stuff. Comes up short to Aaron. Aaron's 18 in the final. Goes 56-7. And that, that team is fast. And you look at the standings. And everyone's watching pro stock right now. Because mm-hmm. is Eric going to walk away? But 64 behind Aaron is. And that's that's striking distance. Right? Like someone, you know, he would ha- he's going to have to. There's going to be some big moments like we just had again and again. And this is why I love the countdown. Because there's just endless monster moments where, all right, if this person loses, they're done. That's it. Oh, they won. Okay, they're not done. <laughs> so, be- very well, interesting.
3: And look at Antron Brown and Justin Ashley in the final. And Antron coming out with the win. Man, was, that was incredible. Got,
2: got um, so emotional in the winter circle in, in, the, in the media center. Got just very emotional thinking about... Uh, Brian Karate and the passing of his mom. Brian was in the airport this morning, Sue, right after I left. Uh, where was it when I was right after I left mm-hmm. you? I walk out and there's this big guy in front of me and I was like, drag racers are jerks. And he's <laughs> like, I know who that is. <laughs> Just a quick what's up. But uh, oh, no, awesome. Point standings at Top Fuel. Justin leads Antron by 43. Brittany by 52. Selena's by 54. Steve Torrance by 105. What did you think of Billy not showing up? Everybody's talking about that. That's an ignition topic. What did you think? I thought it
3: was a great move. I thought it was perfect. Fantastic.
2: Yeah, that makes two of us. That makes two of us. But what's your what's your uh, reasoning?
3: Look, they didn't even play any games with it. Billy's not here. Yes, he got qualified. They got paired up. It wasn't Play him, but hey if they're paired up first round you know what Steve's in the countdown Billy's not if I hurt the parts on the other car let him go home
2: That's what I think right? too that like don't don't treat us like babies like we're not gonna no. know don't question our intelligence and put on a sham for us We are we're not uh, knowledgeable enough to know that that would be a really dumb move. Like, I I don't know. I hope we can advance to that. And some people are like, well, you know, Chad Green and Wilkerson. It's a very different deal. Chad Green's got his own operation, his own car, his own sponsors, his own. This is a family team. Hey, dad is going to go out and not run half the season and then beat the son in the first round and ruin his chances to win uh, and hurt the team in general. Like, that's ridiculous. It would have been a sham. You know, oh, send it out there so the fans can see two cars go down the racetrack and one of them smoke the tires and waste everybody's time. I I was okay with it. I've evolved beyond putting on a little spectacle for me, so I can feel like it's a deal. Like you know, uh, Ferrari Formula One, move over. You know, like
3: yeah, right, 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 right. Get out of the way. Yeah, Yeah. no. I you know when we saw the one car, we we both were like, there you go, good move. Don't even just. That's the way it should be done. I, I. They didn't. It just happened that they were going to run first round against each other. Yeah, that
2: not job qualifying. Okay, so we missed it in qualifying, right. and now we're going to have to run ourselves. And I'm not going to go out there and beat my own team and destroy my own championship hopes. And so uh, that's it. And yeah. uh, you know, people said that Billy wasn't feeling well either. And um, you know, who knows the layers. It doesn't of, matter.
3: I thought it was perfect. Was doesn't matter,
2: it. right? I, and I agree. I agree as well. And Monica says, Bobby, w- Bobby, I mean, "What do you anyway. think, Bobby? What's your <laughs> take, Bobby?"
3: Well,
0: didn't, you don't want to upset the sponsor. You know, make the sponsor happy.
2: And the sponsor being what? Mama K? Capco? Mama, Mama
3: K. K yeah.
0: cars,
2: Mama both.
3: K was happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, no, and, and you're right. I agree with all that. If If I mess up this chance, it's a different sort of team. You know, it's not like you got, like y'all said, different sponsors. It's the same team. The
2: same sponsor, don't screw screw it up. Like if they Billy goes out and beats Steve, and that like, what's the point in that? I just don't, I don't, I don't get. Well, it. there's
0: no point, and it's Not something
2: really. that we have to live with. Like people diving in NHRA drag racing is something that we are always going to have to deal with. Come countdown time, and it's how you do it. Uh, a year ago, it happened. Uh, you know, when, when Troy Jr. pushed in the clutch and everyone like didn't like that. Like we saw that one, and people were like, Yeah, that was kind of cringeworthy. We didn't we didn't like that. Like that was a very overt. Um, just not showing up here. It's a different experience, also, because you know, Troy is Jegs and he made the call on behalf of Jegs. This is Steve's dad, and they just elected. We're not even gonna send a car up there. Yeah, they I didn't like fake anything
0: and they didn't lie to anybody
2: correct yeah right so, they,
3: they didn't they didn't go out there and go extremely red or just lay down they just right. didn't show up
2: and they saved themselves some resources and some parts you're wasting nitro you're wasting tires like what's the point you're wasting time people you've
3: been following the capco team they've been having to get different people to help out with the car you know that they, they've lost some some people just you know with the limited schedule and such so uh, you know economy everything else that makes sense yeah no harm That's no that. foul
2: i i agree i agree i
0: agree
3: i agree
2: so john force number one qualifier in funny car goes to the semis Ron caps beats him everybody's in the 80s it was a throwdown race like people throwing down 80s left and right and those giant matchups like when robert goes out second round to alexis Suddenly the caps tasca run is just huge. Oh my gosh. Whoever loses this is going to be in trouble. Uh then force and caps, huge. Hagen and Alexis. Alexis beats Robert, beats Hagen. What the heck? What a great, what a great day for Alexis. Uh, you look at the point standings though. And it's still, I'm not calling it a two-horse race just yet, because Ron is 27 out. But Robert, 27 ahead of Ron, 60 ahead of Hagen, 74 ahead of Force. And I talked to Danny Hood and Tim Fabrizi, and they told me that they had clawed their way up into tier one and three quarters. Yeah. So just, you know. Which I laughed. Everybody's busting my chops about that all week. Like I think it's over now. <laughs> but oh I'm um, incessant joking. My I love it. Yeah, no, it was I love good. it. We're, we're in one and three quarters now. It's like... <laughs> you are. They, they've away. been good. John Forrest, 74 points out of the lead, guys. He's definitely a threat. TASCA, 104 back. Still in the conversation. You know who else is? Alexis, but would have to continue to run like that. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting how it is all uh, working out. All in all, great event. Great stuff. And we appreciate it. Uh, what it was. Monica says wasn't sugar coated, that's for sure, to the point. Um regarding Steve and uh and Billy. And there you go. NASCAR's heading to Dega this weekend. So that's exciting. Talladega always a a huge deal. And uh, I think F one is back. So we got a full full boat. F one just about wins now. Ferrari gets some wins. Win get second in the constructors and we'll be okay. Oh, I got to do a, fantasy. It's,
3: an, it's another one of those very cool tracks. It's a, it's a, um, that Singapore is this weekend, right? Yes. I, I love that track. That is just. I Five I,
2: storylines we're excited about ahead of Singapore. F1. Mm-hmm. Title permutations awesome. for Verstappen. So Verstappen can clinch this weekend, right?
3: He can or he can't? He I can't. He can't.
2: We hinted at it ahead of the Italian Grand Prix. Yet another Max Verstappen victory at Monza means there is a mathematical chance of him becoming world champion at Singapore. That would mark a remarkable turnaround after the opening through races. We'll just skip all that fluff. Uh, Now Leclerc finds himself 116 points back with six races remaining. The overall sprint uh, one sprint event still to come. That means there's a total of 164 points on the table. Uh, He'll need to leave this race with at least 138 points, meaning only a victory will do if Verstappen wins and Leclerc finishes eighth or better. That'll stop him from winning the title. Or seventh if Verstappen sets the fastest lap. If Leclerc fail to do that, then Sergio Perez can delay the championship by finishing in the top three, whether Verstappen wins fastest lap or not. George Russell is also still in mathematical contention, but a Verstappen victory would end that. So Verstappen win. Leclerc eighth or worse. Perez off the podium and Verstappen wins. You know, guys, that's not that unrealistic. It's not over. That's possible. That's possible. Oh, here's Troy. Troy says that the Canes shouldn't be ashamed that East Mississippi or East Tennessee is one of the best high school teams in the country.
1: They're pretty good.
2: He said junior high. No geo Um, tonight, Troy.
1: Yeah. I didn't figure he'd show his face.
2: You figured he's ducking you.
1: So I was actually going to, I was actually going to send a screenshot of some of the stats from the dolphins game as well, because I didn't want him to get too carried away because Right. I've never seen a team lose so bad on paper, but like
2: yeah. be the winner. Yeah, yeah, that's like, fine though. We, you know, that's why that's why we do it. That's that's the reason yeah. you do. it. How the heck did that? Well, I so I got to tell you, I saw the last. I saw the one. Uh, you know, the one big play to Waddle. I think it was. I saw a couple of highlights and I saw the end of the game, and that's really all I got to see. I haven't seen the two gets injured play yet. I haven't seen any of those things just yet. So I got to go in. and I'm going to digest like when I kind of get into my regular mode. But to me, how the heck do the Bills let the Dolphins hang around at all?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, and, I shouldn't. They, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't have been hanging around. I, I screenshotted this thing. Buffalo had 500 total yards. Miami had 200. Buffalo had the ball for 40 minutes. They had it for 19. Wow. Buffalo had 31 first downs and Miami had 15. The, the, they shouldn't have been in it at all. It was un, I couldn't believe that they – the math doesn't add up, but somehow the Dolphins won. So congrats well, to you that, guys.
2: That was that goal line stand, you know, the big goal yeah. line stand. Uh, that was pretty amazing. They were just some big moments.
1: The so thing was scary, man, and they need to keep an eye on him. Uh, when he tried to get up and go walking away and then he crumbled again – uh,
2: I saw that. I saw him like, you know, he he, he went down. I would do wonder what that was. Did he just take a bad good. step? Did it? Was it? Uh, I don't know.
1: He looked it like isn't. he was still loopy at the end of the game when he was hugging Josh Allen. He looked like he had no clue where the heck he was.
2: <laughs> well, there's yeah. going to be an investigation from what I understand. They're going to yeah. do the NFL. The league is going to get in their players union. going to figure out what happened. Uh, how does that happen? for me, I, I don't know what to say. Like um, I don't want guys going out there with concussions, but there's some sort of protocol and he passed the protocol. Now, yeah. whether well,
3: no, I, I,
2: I mean, I can't no, do there, anything there's, about there's, it. So there, when my quarterback comes back on the field, I get happy and then we win the game and I stay happy. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I am not going to send Tua back to the locker room. I have to trust that they're going to do it right.
3: But there's questions on really, did they, I, they, they, they were pinning it back to that it was he pinched his back or did something you know hurt his back and that's what caused it um so they didn't even put him in concussion protocol um and you, you know it's full controversy I, I was i was at dinner tonight talking to uh, uh one of my colleagues and and uh his daughter had her share of concussions playing sports and he him and I were talking about it and he goes I'm telling you when I saw him I saw his eyes I saw his face he goes he rung his bell he had a concussion he's like I watched my daughter do the same thing I watched her get right back up and she was a great great soccer player she turned around and had no idea which end of the field and she thought she was she thought she knew she did and and um, he said she had the same look that I just watched him have so I, I just hope they do the right thing by Tua. I think he's a great, a great quarterback. And that that's where I would get concerned. You know, they've done a lot to reduce the head injuries and they have the protocols in place for a reason. So let's just hope they be smart with it. And, and don't, you know, don't have a career ender because he's that great and you want to put him out there too soon. That's my only concern. No, I
2: I understand that. And I, I would hope that that would be the way that they handled it as well. But boy, I heard Teddy Bridgewater looked bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, how how about and how about Mister Seven Hundred? Yes, Mister Pujols. No doubters, too. They were like, I I almost wonder if they if they planned to do it at Dodger Stadium because they knew there'd be a big crowd. It's going to be big TV. I mean, they were like little lobbers on the. I mean. Perfect pitch placement. He waited for his pitch, and he just rocked him. I'm not taking anything
2: away from the accomplishment, okay? But I think in that situation, everybody wants to see him do it, right? Like, why would you not want to be – like, I can see some people, certainly Boston Red Sox, not wanting to be the guy who gives up the home run to Aaron Judge. I could see that. What's the downside of being the guy who gave up the 700th home run to Albert Pujols? Nobody even remembers who
1: it was already.
2: Right. So, like, that's a great stat for you. You're up there. Here he comes. This guy's going to retire. Yeah. I'm going to groove him one, man. Here you go, Albert. Hit it. Hit it a mile, man. We'll we'll do this, and then I'll have this great story forever. And you'll send me a Christmas card forever. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that's what happened. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. And I am, I'm too. Okay I'm okay with it. Me, groove too. Now, I'm just hoping Judge gets one, because Judge is like, you know, he's stalling out right now. Stalling Hell out. Get
1: it.
2: Hell the, get it. Pushing too hard. You can't push. Can't push too hard. Can't push too hard. But uh, there you go. Works out good. All right. So, we, you know, no geo tonight. So, no uh, format with the sports collision. I am going to give fantasy results, though. That's something that I think is of importance.
1: I was gonna say I might um, miss WNBA news, but the season's over, so we don't, we don't have any. WNBA. <laughs> yeah,
2: be, you're in charge of that, Troy. You're Good in charge, Troy. That. Troy, you, you'll I'm, do. Uh, you'll do sports collision in lieu of Giovanni.
1: I'm and watching so, the trade deadline. There's some big WNBA WNB tra- trades happening right now. I'm watching the wire. Oh,
2: the waiver wire. <laughs> That's was my first job in radio. Watch the wire. Everybody just watch the wire. Just look at that printer and something will come up. You pull it off and you bring it to the host. It's good stuff. All right, here we go. Fantasy. <clears throat> hockey Kid won the week. Way to go, Hockey Kid. 374. Let me make sure that this is correct because this is big stuff here. Yeah. After Texas, race 30. Hockey Kid, 374. Utah Drifter Racing, 364. Third, who's your race fan? 361. Team 12, 356. Northwest Nitro Fanatics, 356. Intimidator Harley, 355. Bobby, 6, 347. Way to go, Bug Barn. Jambalaya Woo! J, cost Austin Racing, 345. 8th. I can see her Almarolas. That's Steve the Trucker, Ninth And Dirt Girl, number 2, 334. The most points hockey kid. Biggest gainer. Hoosier Racing fan, up 6. Intimidator Harley, up 6. Hillbilly, 5032, up 6. Biggest loser, El Jefe, down 9 positions. This is what everybody wants to talk about, though. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR leads Bad Brad by 47. Randy is 175 back, trying to to get back into it. Rich York of the Dirty Hippies, 237 back. I hung with Rich out there at uh, Hendrick Cars. We went to lunch. He says he's not done yet. He says don't count me out yet. I'm going to make a run. So we'll see. Team 12 fifth, Northwest Nitro Fanatic sixth, Smothered and Covered seventh, Craig and Newhall eighth, Southern Racer X down one to ninth, Aviator Racing 10th. Olsen's Trailblazers, 11th. Way to go, Olsen. Hang it tough, man. Get a top 10, Olsen. Get a top 10, man. Get up in there. Yes. Clausen Racing, 12th. Bogan Bill, 13th. Jambalaya J, 14th. Dirk, 99 15th. Uh, 16th, Intimidator Harley. beer Raider Racing, 81. 17th, Elephant Racers, 18th. Fantasy Clueless, 19th. That's Monica, da- Monica down three. You got to hang in the top 20, Monica. You're 19th. If you, you're 23rd, like nobody cares. If you're in the top 20, that's something. Fantasy Clueless Fat Tire 22 20th Team English 21st Hockey Dad 22nd Texas Bug Nut 23rd Stubo 24th Sue
3: I, I moved up one
2: up I'm one so excited Hockey Kid you know, up for 25th
3: I would have just had you know bad Brad Braden instead of uh Chris Busher yep that was my downfall
2: So you know, the way
0: my luck goes I still had three of my backup drivers did better
2: than the three on my A-list. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that? that's like, how my
0: luck goes. Even when I made a good score, I could have been better.
2: Dragster Jeff, 30th. Double-O dead on, 31st. Rich and Saugus, 32nd. Lake of Coney Scott. I can see her on Keen Racing, turn left. Dirt Girl, number two. Will he be racing? Hebrews, 12-1 racing. Top Fuel Champ, 12-15. 40th. Rusty Racing. Los Chin Gones. Utah Drifter Fan. Easy, 009. Geo, 45th. They're both down one. Dirt Girl, 46th. Hoosier Racing Fan, up six. Look at that. Big move. Chicken Pit Special, Pickle Rick, Highline, Real Fine, Race Day, San Antonio Dixie, 51st. Gareth Senkow, Barbecue Bob, Driving Hard, Sacramento Racing Fan, 55th. Zamboni John, 56th. The Real Dookie, there he is, up four, Fifty six. There
3: he is. <laughs> side,
2: with, side with Zamboni John. Patrick, the Webmaster, 58th. Millerman, Bug Barn, 60th. Bobby, way to go. El Jefe, Huper One, Team Gray, down four. And where am I? Behind JJ, behind the Stoge, behind Fleetree. Down one. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare. 73rd. Worst year ever. Fantasy racing. I deserve it, though. Guys, I deserve it. I did not put garbage in, garbage out. I did not put in a quality effort this year. And I'm going to have to do things better next year. But there's your fantasy results. And it's coming down to the wire. All right, guys. What else you got out there? Uh Bug Barn. This is not your final thought, but what's on your mind? Take the show in a direction.
0: Well, I've actually got out. I worked all week and I actually got my garage opened up enough that I could get my car out. That's been trapped in the back for about three years. So which car, the Camaro, the Camaro. So it's, it's, it's opened up where I can pull it out. One project second project. He's got
2: a a Camaro like you, Troy. He's got a Camaro similar to you.
0: Pretty close. Doesn't look as pretty, though, Troy.
1: You guys should be (laughs) like team cars, you know, the Camaro brothers. Does it run a 10.33 with a 3 at one thirty one? Wow. No.
0: But I'll put it to you this way. It runs 7.91 in the 8th, and it didn't cost me a dime. (laughs) There you go.
1: There you go. There There you go. (laughs) 10.33
2: 1033 with uh, with a three or with a one? That's good. With a
1: three. That was the quickest ET that it's uh that it's ran so far.
2: Is that a two-speed transmission or a three-speed mm-hmm. transmission?
1: No, it's a it's a glide, baby, low and high.
2: That's good. <clears throat> that yeah, it, uh, out.
1: I had I uh <clears throat> my eighth mile times, I gotta go eighth mile racing. I had uh three six sixties with a six, a six sixty with a two, and a six sixty with a four to the eighth. Wow. All different weather, different heat. It got real hot. And that thing to the eighth mile is just nasty.
2: When was this happening? This past weekend?
1: This was yesterday.
2: All right. Hot off the presses. You know, those ETs are exactly like when my car was running on a weekly basis and I was having strong success. 1033 was a dial in a lot. You know what I mean? That was like... Uh, 33, 31, 29, 33. We were dialing 1030s a lot with the 668th mile time. Uh, maybe a little slower, like 662, 663, because we were running like 132 and a half. That's, uh, that's awesome.
1: It was great, man. I, I lost in the second round. I went after the tree and I shouldn't have because I knew the guy was having carburetor issues and he was 80. I was 12 red and he was 80. Oh, ouch. And he ran seven over, and he had it on the floor. He was 87 over, and uh, I had all kinds of room, all kinds of room. But uh, I was going after it, and that's the way it goes. It was still a good weekend.
2: Yeah, can't win with a red light, though, and that's something that you you learn after a couple of those. And then you'll learn it, and then you'll have bad lights, and you learn you lose with those. (laughs) (laughs) You know.
3: That, That book just gets bigger. The chapters keep growing on.
2: Who the how heck was- found a crazy way to lose this past week? I forget who it was. They're like, "Yeah, that's how I lost." And I was like, "Oh man!"
3: Oh, the race against Tommy Corbett and er- Ernie Knight. But Um, Ernie, it was Look, trip zip on the tree. Who <laughs> dead on with three, and Tommy Corbett was out. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> that was how about Huntsbury guys- in the
2: final round. Oh, one pack.
3: Oh, one pack.
2: Trip yeah. zip dead one.
3: Yep.
1: That's rough,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Trip zip dead one. Well, I guess I just got beat.
3: <laughs> right.
2: Can't be mad about that.
3: Here's can't your sign. Mad. Thanks for playing.
2: <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Monica says sounds like a uh, a vicious cycle.
1: Sue, so how do you guys race? How tell us about it. <sighs>
2: So she touched on it a little bit earlier. But <laughs>
1: oh, I missed it. I missed it's it. Worth,
2: it's worth it's worth talking about again, though, just because uh, it's always great to see him out there. And you know, here's Dave and Sue, and Ronnie's out there, and it's exciting. It's good stuff. And um, they were on it. They were on it. They had cars running good. Dave was killing it, and typical NHRA weekend. Got caught up in the in the situation. Yeah. Just got.
3: Yeah, ripping, ripping lights, and just, just lost, lost two, two tough races. So first, first round of super gas against Steffer, and got him on the tree. Just need to scrub a little bit, you know, getting down there. Need to scrub a little more, but
2: uh, had a him on the breakout. Wasn't that a double breakout?
3: Yeah, it was it was double breakout. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and then third round in uh, super comp, and the, and drives was double of two on the tree, and and uh, just didn't, didn't, didn't run the number. And, uh, and, you know, he was double two gone after it. And unfortunately we were, we were on the slow side of it. So, uh, but well, it was tight, tight racing, but you know, it, it's racing, it's racing. What, what did I say to you, Joe, when I walked away in the lanes, I was like, drag racing is a humbling, sport. humbling sport. Yes.
2: So I was in the tower and I saw, okay, like, okay, here we go. I get to watch one of Dave's races and <laughs> All right, well, I got to run out there. And so I ran out there and, you know, we socialized. And <laughs> consoled for a moment. What are you going to do? That's that's it. That's everybody. Everybody is a sport of how'd you lose and being uh, humiliated and humbled. Yeah. And that's uh, <laughs> one guy in every category gets to not be humbled for seven days or two weeks. And then they'll go out again and they'll be humbled.
3: That's right. It's, hey, you, you pick yourself up by the bootstraps and you go back at it.
2: We you know, it. What said, the real exciting thing, though, Troy, is that Vegas is next for them because this hurricane, Ian, is going to come right up the urethra and stop uh, everything from happening in that whole side of the country in Florida, South Carolina, Richmond and everything. Probably uh, they're just going to get packed up and bring that car with some great vengeance and furious anger uh, out there to the strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And, you know, we're not going to put any pressure on Dave and Sue, but man, it would be great. Just keep those lights, right?
1: Get out there That's and right. win it, yep. get out there and win it.
3: That's right. That's
1: right. Well, I'm excited yeah. to see you guys out there, and I'll be uh, I'll be cheering for you, and and probably come hang out around the pit and whatever. Hand you a wrench if you need a wrench. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you guys and and uh, watching it watching it all unfold.
2: Yeah, so What's the policy there? Right? Patreons at the pit? Yes, That's no, right. or banned? Bar? Is there like a time system Like from 1 to one fifteen, Like Caddy Day at the pool How does it work (laughs) Because listen The Patreon meetup Okay now the Stampede of Speed thing Has taken on a life of its own of course And we want everybody to get tickets For the Stampede of Speed Monica it's not over yet You know get healthy Maybe you go on a whim Right out of nowhere But the big Patreon meetup As pre-planned this season Was Vegas And what did we say We said whatever Sue and Dave say they're going is going to be the real one and this is the real one and troy's going and uh i just got word that steve emerson dragster jeff, dragster oh, jeff was emerson a
1: yeah.
2: lot of people are going of course i'm going um so you know are the their fans allowed to come around and and
3: of course of all course. right absolutely yeah Come on. And, and and Troy, I love the offer of turn of wrenches, but you know, if it's a good oh, weekend no. when we don't have to touch wrenches.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <hand you> a, <laughs> I ain't I ain't working on no cars.
3: Yeah, no, no, we don't want They we don't know. want you
1: either. No wrenches will be touched. You read his
0: tweets this weekend too, though.
3: Huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I missed the tweet. You, you
3: can you can hand me a tire gauge. Just <laughs> we don't want to be breaking out the wrenches. That means there's no working. Problems. <laughs> no
2: working on the equipment at the track. They all the working <laughs> is done before you get to the racetrack, and you have a nice clean weekend, hopefully.
3: That's right. That's the will, plan.
2: That would be great.
3: But but we will have to figure out the big meet up, and of course I can't wait for the big Matt and Troy. You know. Is Hagen
2: Okay, I yeah. got to tell you guys. I, my opinion, is that Hagen has forgotten all about it. Okay, that's yeah, but that. we
3: but, but we haven't.
2: <laughs> right.
3: We we hey. can raise it back up again, right Troy? Hey
2: Troy, I heard what you said. I'll see you in Vegas. I'm coming after you. And what was it exactly that he did say? Because I've forgotten about it too. <laughs> he he said that he was going to
1: just one phone call and we can we can get it back
2: I think, up. I think Troy has forgotten too. He said it was no. uh, sophomoric. sophomoreic.
1: Yeah, no. What I said was that brand that he put on his giant pectoral muscle was a right. little. Frat, I thought it was a little frat boyish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think,
2: and right now Matt might probably agree. He might be. Yeah. but turns out that was maybe not the best uh, situation. But now he's yeah, trying. Eventually,
1: to... he will. I'll be on the right side of this in the long run. I'm on I mean, the right side.
2: You're on the right side already, I think. But we don't, wanna, we don't <laughs> yeah. want
1: to. I mean, We're... I have like 27 tattoos, so I don't have much to say about skin modification, I suppose. <laughs> but uh,
2: I didn't put want all over the, half you snapped know? in by Matt Hagan, right? He was kind enough to do the fun video. Like, this is the guy, Matt. Get him.
1: <laughs> I'm seriously, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna make a t-shirt that says uh what I thought I can get one that's printed with like muscles where it makes it look like I have muscles. yeah, and I was gonna like draw the brand on there and then go see him and and just like we got a bad idea that's... <laughs> I love that idea. I like that idea. You know,
3: <laughs> I've seen those muscle shirts at
1: the beach
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I might do it.
2: Hagen is 60 points out of the lead. He is still in the championship fight, so we'll see how his uh, his mood is. Oh,
1: that's it. If I get him suspended for a race, my man 16X can just blow right up the ladder.
2: 16X, he's in it. 74 back. Got a fast car. Doing good. in it.
1: Man, he's in it. My man.
2: I got to. uh, He is. That's the real story. I I was you know the guy's seventy three years old. Fabrizi's like he's seventy three. He told us he was sixty three, which you know they does not remember. What a great attitude! I got to do an interview with him this weekend. I worked on Fox on Friday and uh, Saturday. It was good, an interesting, fun experience as normal, and uh, you know going around interviewed Robert, interviewed a couple others, and just feeling the nerves of the countdown. That's to me. What it's all about. And you can see when Bobby Lagana said a couple of weeks ago, everybody's nutted up. They are. They are. Everybody is feeling this intense pressure on them at all times over the course of the weekend. And uh, it was great. And we tried to, we tried to showcase that felt like we did. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trailblazers like Troy, how'd you do at word on Sunday? Second round. Olson. I think he answered that. No, that just came in.
1: Well, and the car ran. So like, you know, after three weekends in a row of not making it to the 60 foot, like just getting a time trial in was like a victory. You know, you found
2: your, you found your gremlin.
1: Well, yeah. So we fixed whatever it was. We, we, we fixed enough things that I'm not all at the same time that I'm not exactly sure which one of them was the thing, but, one of the things we did worked and the car ran like a machine so
2: okay hey listen you know and you don't have time to do one by one you got to throw the kitchen table at it yep and so you did you did it good job and now you got a work in car and, year did and it was
1: it was that was the last race of the season perfect I was dreading it like I didn't want to put it away broken and have to come out in April with the same thing. And so knowing that it's good to go, I might go down to Coos Bay. Coos Bay is an eighth mile track. They have a race in a couple weeks. I might tow it down there, uh, but I'm probably done.
2: Come yeah. out of the box next year for points, right? You can run points I, I, next year.
1: I am. I'm going to try to make the team, my track team, so that I can go to ET finals.
2: Yes, that's I, Yeah. All
1: right.
2: So let's, All right. So I think we've touched on everything. We didn't have an official sports collision. Is there anything out there that I didn't touch on? The one thing I I wanted to get into was this whole, like we're uh, launching a satellite and a meteor trying to move it like an Armageddon, which I think is cool. That just happened supposedly uh, an hour ago uh, and they were going to do it. But is there anything that we didn't cover sports collision wise that we need to cover? Yes. The cane stunk on ice, but what the heck and why I have no idea. The attendance is really the embarrassment, but there was a hellacious storm and that plus a very small school plus following a loss and it just compounded, but you lose to that team. That's an embarrassment and everybody's feeling it like they're feeling it down here. Other than that, Dolphin land, happy. Everybody else pretty happy. Tampa worried about the the, uh, hurricane. Other than that, that's all we got.
1: You know, one thing Tampa? you didn't... Oh, go, Sue, Good, go. True. No, nope. you go. Go ahead. Nope. I'm I'm shifting different gears, so you go. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> so the, the courteous. Everybody's <laughs>
2: so courteous. The Patreons are so courteous. You can join this courteous <laughs> group of Patreons. Patreon.com slash WFO radio. Go ahead, Sue. Uh,
3: uh, on the Tampa, Tampa game, though, I, I'm still just in shock on the delay a game foul that happened. I mean... With Brady in the in the as QB and they get a delay a game, I mean, at a critical point, and then Green Bay gets the win, you know, because of that. It was, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Like, that was, that is just so uncharacteristic for someone who is so good at that clock management and knowing where everybody is and where the clock is. And I mean, he actually, he, he got away with one. The play, what was it? I think it was a play before, but that last play. that um, well, last about. year, remember?
1: Remember last year when he thought it was third or fourth, third down, but it was fourth down. Or he's starting to have some of those, uh some of those slip-ups. Go ahead and say yeah. it. Senior moments.
2: Wow, senior moments. No, that's not <laughs> what's
1: happening. No, I make mistakes.
2: Are. Even the young guys make mistakes. That's. <laughs> But I, you know, I didn't see it soon. I'm about to see my highlights. Um, but you know, I like to see a guy like Brady be human. See, maybe he's, he's not an alien. Maybe he's not an alien. Look at that. <laughs> or they're just having to make a mistake or two to throw us off the trail. Troy, where were you going? What were you going to say? I was
1: going, I was going to Bristol.
2: Okay, do <clears throat> it. 20 minutes. Go.
1: There's something about Bristol, man, that, that I've never been there, but even just seen it on TV, the way those mountains close in and the track goes down, what a special place. And Peter Biondo took the fall fling to Bristol this past week. 496 cars on warm-up Wednesday showed up to that thing. Fling record. Uh, the warm-up race, 15,000, right? We don't even have a main event out here where I'm at for fifteen. And the warm-up race, fifteen thousand bucks. Blaine Meyer thirteen total over J.R. Lockhart. The next day, they go up for the first thirty k in the finals. It's Josh Ludkey, who's been on a run lately, going late rounds. Uh, meets up with Kevin Brannon for thirty thousand bucks. Ludkey puts it dead too. Puts KB back on the trailer, and then they're ready for the hundred k Friday. Six hundred and seventy-four entries unreal it's absolutely insane when they had the 496 on wednesday they automatically announced no buybacks because they knew that the field was stacked all weekend so no buybacks one and done ray miller the third hundred thousand dollars he goes 002 takes 006 in the semis comes right back around goes 005 and takes 007 in the finals and wins a hundred thousand bucks Matt Doudis got down to six cars in that same race. And the next day uh, he took out Bart Nelson for the final $30,000 check. So huge crowd, big money bracket racing is strong right now. And what a brand that Peter Biondo has built with the flings. Uh, Second to none, the class of the entire genre of racing. Um, So great job to all those guys. I, I can't imagine what it would have been like in his shoes, sitting in the tower, watching 674 cars pull up to his race. Uh, what an amazing event and great job to all the drivers. And uh, I think that's it till until spring fling in, uh, in Vegas next year. So I think the flings wow. are done this year and um, looking forward to it. So that's the big money minute.
3: But, but you have monument. the million the million coming up, Troy. That's in uh two weeks. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. So the OG, the OG million. Yeah. The OG million, yes. Yep. And then uh <laughs> the Christmas five day. Uh I, I don't know if Joe's been working on it, but I really want to see WFO at the FTI on site trailer at the five day.
2: It's possible. Like Joe just uh you know hanging out there, walking around doing some Social media, that would be cool. That'd be cool. We'll see. Boy, they,
1: they they probably got a house car for you. Put get in the seat, man. Oh yeah, get in the seat. <laughs> sure, we'll see.
2: We'll see. We'll throw it out there, right? I have had some people offering me to drive some things lately. That would be interesting. Now that you're putting it out there, I'm definitely uh, open to uh, those opportunities. We'll Just hit see up how-
1: Troy. Just hit up Troy. Be like, dude, I'm going WFO from the FTI truck all week. I need a ride. Let's roll.
2: Hook it up. Hook it up. And I'll go out there and like, you know, be like the Tin Man. Shaking the rust (laughs) off. But I like where your head's at, Troy. That's a good idea. What did everybody think of Troy's uh, column that was up on WFORadio.com? And if everybody did not read it, you should have. It was good. We had some good uh, editorial commentary on there. Uh, I thought you did a great job, Troy. Bobby, what'd you think?
0: I thought it was on par. I didn't find anything to disagree with. It was to the point. It wasn't wasted with a lot of words to try to put a lot of flowers in there. It was to the point and I thought it was well thought out.
2: There you go. Sue.
3: Oh, same, same. I, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic and uh, no no extra frails and dressings needed. I mean that thing was just spot on. Troy, it was great. Keep it up. I look forward to the next one. Because there's no way that's
2: gonna be your one and only. And, oh no. Um, I'm gonna no, post them. Uh, that's it. And, and other Patreons too. He broke Patreon, the iceberg. That's right. That's Patreon
3: right. Patreon
2: takes. You know, it's an added benefit. If you want to add a, a pen out of editorial, we'll post it on WFO radio. Uh if you're a Patreon, which is kind of cool to know that you have the opportunity to to mold the opinion of the motorsports world. Because dude, people, that's the craziest thing. People go to WFO. They expect uh, to see podcast. All of a sudden, they see an editorial for someone. they're gonna read it. It's been getting read. I've had people tell me like, hey, that's cool. So well, the and, that.
1: man, the, the, the one reason I love WFO so much and and being a patreon and what it stands for is nobody gives the kind of access that you give to to their listeners. and um and then on top of that, uh, you know this is your livelihood and and for you to share that platform with all of us uh that's an honor man and so i appreciate you uh you posting that and i'm glad that that folks enjoyed it you know i was inspired in the moment i do a lot of social media cruising and i just got to the point where i was so tired of hearing this the drag racing is dead thing because my feed and my tv there's drag racing everywhere everywhere there's so much drag racing it's yeah. ridiculous. There's like too much drag racing. There's so UK much. You oh, can't no. watch it all. Oh, I don't. I got.
2: That's why I have love the big money minute from Troy. Like I like big money bracket racing, but I got a car to maintain, a house to maintain. I got to mow the lawn. I got to, for social life. Like you can't watch all the drag racing that is on now. You cannot, which is great. And there are people that will go on the social and they'll try to tell you that was better when you had to wait three weeks for the Diamond P Sports. Uh, tape delay broadcast of the event that happened a month ago and that that was somehow better i don't i don't get it i don't see that and, instead we have people remember
0: and remember the phone number you had to call to get yep. the results
2: yes Oh, I you call to... a number to get results yeah. exactly you get results. Was...
0: i'd be cutting the grass and call a number put my phone here to, to find results Well
2: the only dry. thing that was probably better back then was the quantity of match racing that went on match racing shows where you could go to local tracks all around the country and see nitro cars and cool shows. Those shows still happen, but they're not, you know, you don't have as many nitro cars. You don't have that kind of stuff. But other than that, the fact that, you know, people in Australia can keep up with what's happening at Z max in real time and follow Matt Clark can be friends with Sue and Dave Morris and watch their friends race. And Troy is bouncing around the country watching big money bracket racing, where guys are winning a hundred. Ray Miller wins a hundred grand, which is as much as the winner of the U.S. Nationals
1: for winning a bracket race. And they do it every weekend out there, like it's crazy. And and the fields, you know, a lot of those old legends. I love the old legends, but come on, back in the day, you might have had a forty car funny car field, but only six of them had a chance. Yeah, you know and and now yeah. you've got entire fields separated by tenths or hundreds of a second uh there's no way it was better i mean there's just no way the the racing is so much better the drivers are so much better and the parity you got you got alexis looking like she's down and out one week and then she comes and just runs through everybody the next week and uh it's it's amazing man that pro stock field is just nuts right now it's it's awesome man it's never been better
2: It's never been better. Rick Ware, I got to do an interview with Rick Ware, who just came over and he did a commercial for drag racing, is what he did. Like, you know, I'm not the only one, there's more coming. The business model works. The growth is there. The live attendance is there. They're setting records on TV. They're setting records in, in uh, actual attendance. Um, this is a place that we want to be. There's, it, It's because of that. It's not just cars. And this is kind of what we've been talking about the past few weeks. Not just cars going down the track. And, man, aren't they great? They're loud and they're fast. 300. Oh, man. No, man. You got to pick up a thou. You got to pick up a thou. Otherwise, you might lose. How are you going to do it? And uh, Guido was going to try to run an 83 in the final. Cap's is like, 83? Are you gonna no, I think we're going to have to run an 83. And, like, that's insane. Hartford had a deal when they, they changed the gear to pick up speed. He goes, we're not going to be able to run quicker, but we can run faster and take the qualifying position on speed. And they did. They tied it, and they got the qualifying. They got fourth on speed because of a move they made and they knew that that was going to happen. Eddie Granato made that move. Like when that kind of stuff is happening and the stories are leaking into the public and people are like, Oh man, that's high level professional sport. And, uh, people love that stuff. So let's just keep doing it. All you got to do is keep doing it. Troy, you with the big money minute, keep saying the names, all that. And those guys that say drag racing are dead. Uh, they will, they will continue to do what they do because they're just doing it for attention.
1: And they're wrong. <laughs> well, they are. They, they, they are.
2: Ten people saying one thing could mess up a feed, you know, because then everybody's like, "Oh," and that's why they're called trolls. And they that's don't have right. to watch. That's the thing. You don't have to watch. All right, guys, I want to wrap it up here a little bit. I see Steve Brenwell. I want to just let everybody know, Steve. I don't think I, I, Steve wasn't on here. Steve, we we looked at your the cone of death Holy here, boy, Steve. Right in the middle, Steve Brenwald's house is literally you could measure from left to right, right in the middle of the cone of destruction for Hurricane Ian. So, Steve, hopefully, you're okay. Um, do everything though, man. Do everything they say. If you got to evacuate, evacuate, but he won't. He's in the middle, nowhere to evacuate to. Just batten down the hatches. That's the thing. There you go. All right, guys, final thoughts. Troy, give us your uh, final thought. Just gave us a big money minute, but uh, anything else you want to go in any direction. Uh, again, Gio's got the in-laws at his house. He wasn't dodging. He wasn't ducking. As much funny as as that would be to say, he has nowhere or no... I guess he could have connected from his vehicle. I did say he could have done the Matt Clark. He could have gone out there and come on and, and, you know, made a competitive argument. I think he still believes in the Canes, as do I. You're probably still going to lose that bet, Troy, but Maybe not. It definitely got interesting. It definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. got interesting all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, I would say I was with my in-laws too. If I if I just suffered an embarrassment like that. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: but think about it this way, Troy. If they can win with such low stacks, wait till they start playing good.
1: Yeah. Listen, man, their heart. I I don't know if they if Cristobal like who's gonna pick up the pieces of their heart and get them back in the game after something like that. Well, so that's that's tough, man.
2: My joke is always, you remember when Al Golden was the head coach and I pay attention to the Canes, but I don't like bleed. I don't get angry, right? I've got other things that are taking my anger away uh, than, than the Canes. I want them to do well and I feel frustration But I let my other friends do that. So they started flying, not my friends, but people, a banner plane around the stadium, Fire Al Golden, right? Fire Al Golden. This is like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And so every time we get a new coach, it's like, get get the same banner. Like, you don't even have to change the name. Just fly (laughs) the Fire Al Golden banner around, and everyone will get the idea because that's what we do. And so here we are. We're what? Three games in, and people are already, that's it, discontent. This guy's done. Except he's yeah. not that's not a smart play. you got to give this guy a couple of years to mold the team to shape the team, but it definitely has started off poorly,
1: yeah, it has and and like pros are different those guys are in it for the I mean I guess it's business now uh, but these are kids, and they just got their hearts stomped on in front of an empty stadium. It's got a sting uh but hey my final thoughts i do I do have something on my mind, and I just want to give a shout out to my man Cooper Chun, Cooper Chun is one of the best drag racers in all of division six. He, he goes to the big money races. He will be representing division six in super pro in Vegas. Uh, He won the ET finals. He also won the Woodburn track championship and the Portland international raceway track championship this year in super pro. He's like 18, maybe going on 19 now. And he was just diagnosed with bone cancer. Ah, that is uh, inoperable. He's been struggling with some hip pain this year, uh, getting in and out of the car and just going about life and um, they can't operate because of where it's at. So he's going immediately into chemo and radiation with hopes to be in good enough health to make it to the world championship in Vegas. So all my thoughts and all of our thoughts here in, in D6 are with my man Cooper and uh, he's a great kid. I love hanging out with him, and uh, just pulling for him. And uh, we're all pulling for him. And uh, hope to see him in Vegas putting on a show like he always does.
2: Yes, thank you for that note. And wow, just adding to the emotional weekend. Uh, Mike Booker, uh, you know, a fuel driver, top fuel driver. He's all around. Like his daughter Abby just died. Antron and Brian Karate both like dedicated the win to her. Caps. Had that young man that he had, uh, like the kid had adopted caps as his favorite nitro driver. He passed away 21 years old. Just a lot of emotional stuff like that going on right now. And I don't know, you know, if we appreciate life more right now or or not or whatever, but it it definitely feels uh, very big. Thank you for mentioning that, Troy, because I hope to see him there, too. It's not that far off, right? That would be uh, that would be great if he could get out there and make it. Frank Aragona. Frank Aragona, same deal. Doctors told him, don't go to Indy. You can't. You can't go to Indy. And he's like, F that. I'm going to Indy. And he went to Indy, and he's fighting the fight of his life, and it's not looking good. Um, just a lot of tough stuff out there. Very unfortunate. Well, thank you for that, Troy. All right, Bobby, what about you? What you got before you part ways here on Ignition?
0: Wow. Uh, not good. I lost my mom for uh, from bone cancer. So I don't know how that goes. It's not not fun to watch. But I just had a quick one this week uh, watching somebody else doing some work. Guys, have some patience. When you're working on your cars, it's mechanical. It's material. It's not going to sit there and bite you on purpose. So if you can't figure it out, Take your time. Don't throw the hammer at it because it's not going to throw it back at you and you'll figure it out. It can be figured out. So just don't lose your patience and go upset and commit suicide because you cannot figure out how to get the bolt out of the right spot or the wrong spot.
2: Walk away. Sometimes it's best to walk away.
0: Walk away. The next morning, sometimes you can it pop right to you. That's usually where I get mine. The next morning, ah, I know the answer. So have patience when you're working on something. Just don't get upset about it. Enjoy Excellent. working on yourself. And that's my words of wisdom.
2: I love that. That's a really good one. Yeah. It, well, it gets frustrating. There are times frustrating. You're under there, the wrench is falling on your head. You're, you know, you're trying to do something. It's they're not these things aren't easy to work on. But you can't freak out. Sometimes if it's not going your way, just take a walk, take a break, come back. Fresh start. All right. What about Sue Morris? Well,
3: you know, I gotta give some shout outs. Uh pickle ricks uh, out, gonna... pick
2: a out, pickle rick later, bud. Later, Pick. Later,
3: Picklewick. Um, i got to give some shout-outs looking at the Carolina Nationals. Uh, Robert Houston win in SuperComp, his first national event win. That was awesome. Uh, love him and that family. They are great, great people. I was so excited to see him win. Uh, Jeremy Hancock uh, got his first national event win in Top Dragster. Uh, kudos to him. Great. You know, it was fantastic to see Earl Nichols out of D1, uh, got his first win, national event, win in top alcohol dragster. Um, and, and actually, I think I said, uh, Jeremy said was top dragster, not top alcohol, but Earl got his first in top alcohol dragster, which was fantastic. Very excited for him. Um, of course, Troy Hansberger who put down that amazing package in Superstock that was his first national event as well, um, and then shout out to some of our other sportsman racers: Dan Fletcher win in win in stock, Bo Upton aka Billy Upton win in Super Gas, um, Jerry Albert top sportsman, and Sean Bellamy and in top alcohol funny car. Uh, again, great racing, hands out, uh, great kudos to everybody, but know uh, there's those big special moments. Getting that big man for the very first time is uh is something special and not anything that anybody can take away from you. So uh, really huge shout outs to to everybody. Congrats. It was awesome.
2: Yeah. Good job. Wish we had more time for the parade of champions. we had they, they were like, All right, you got twelve minutes. So okay, here we go. And so we got <laughs> we ended up with maybe fourteen minutes. Um, but you know, Fletcher. He acknowledged it'd been a, been a little while he hasn't been running as much lately but 106 like he is troy Po said he's the goat he really is the guy's amazing <laughs> guy's amazing and a character and uh everything i can tell an awesome guy too you know right on
3: right on he's Dan's great he is
2: he is great and uh, just those those great winners and and then we brought it home with the final rounds of nitro and pro Stock. It was, uh, it was awesome. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging with me tonight. This was good stuff. Ignition will be on at 1 o'clock tomorrow with Reinhardt on Tuesday. And then uh, I don't know if we're going to have a show on Wednesday, honestly. I think we might just uh, hammer the archive for everybody. But I really appreciate all you guys, the patrons and the listeners, everybody out there. uh, Whether you be uh, on for, for Sports Collision or on for the Big Money Minute or on to talk NASCAR, or Formula One Crying Towel, uh, Ferrari this weekend, that'll be back. Ferrari crying towel. I was excited about this whole crashing a spacecraft into an asteroid so that we can save the planet from the killer asteroid in the future. Like, I I think that's amazing that we can do it. It's amazing that we can do it. David Grubnick had a uh, crew chief confidential out there on social last week where he said in the 1960s, we went to the moon because we trusted the numbers. And that's what we need to do. And I just think it's amazing that they can fly a spacecraft up next to an asteroid and then crash the the spacecraft into the asteroid to try to move the asteroid. Like we're doing some pretty special stuff out there. I know we hear a lot of the negativity in the world, but if you're into technology and into all of that, you know, space and physics and what's cooler than that to be able to do it. It's not science fiction anymore. We can do it now. Did it work? Did the asteroid move? Did the asteroid not move at all? And that's a futile uh, exercise. We're going to find that out soon enough. But still, uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, Armageddon coming true. Who knew, says Troy uh, uh, Olson, rather. Olson's trailblazer. So, guys, great job. Appreciate you. And we'll see you next time. B-F-O. WFO. WFO,
3: everybody. Yo, Y'all yeah, have fun. And Be safe. Vegas.
2: Thank you. Yes. Well, we will. We'll be coming soon. Coming is Bobby Graham. There goes Troy. There goes Bobby. And that will be another ignition. No Giovanni in Miami shows a little different, but we got through it. We got through it. Hey, big thanks to the people who make it possible. Don't forget the stampede of speed, the big champions dinner. You can become a, uh, you got to pay. This is extra. The champions dinner. It's going to be Ron caps. It's going to be Matt Smith. It's going to be Justin Ashley. It's going to be Greg Anderson in a nice, intimate setting. We're going to have a big party in the pits. We're going to do it all, and you can get your tickets. Just go to their website, Stampede Speed, and sign up. And if you sign up, they'll even send you tickets out of state. Also, our great friends. Marvin Rodak, 817-924-6821. Rodak's Coffee and Grills.com, the hot sauces and the spice rubs, everything good. Call Marvin. Can't wait to get back to my Rodax coffee tomorrow. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure. Frank, it worked for Alexis. It'll work for you. FrankHawley.com. I don't think I need to say anything else other than that. SamTech.edu for those of you who want to become a machinist, an engine builder, learn how to run a CNC, program EFI, Bernie Speed Shop, nothing else. Follow their social media, Bernie's.com. Got over $5 million in inventory, and they sell on consignment as well. Phillips-Connect, hyphen Justin Ashley, looking so good for the championship. It's about smart trailer technology, though, guys. Phillips-Connect. hyphen FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. Big money minute. Like, how many of those big money guys are running FTI? A lot of them. Same is true for total seal piston rings. And the Stampede of Speed. All right, everybody, that is going to do it. We'll see you next time. Alan Reinhart's going to join us at 1 o'clock. Talk a little NHRA drag racing. WFO.